Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Live on SEN Track. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Good to be with you for another edition of the show. Into spring now. The first day of spring is here. So it is uh, it is that time of year. It's the racing time of year. It's good to be a racing fan. It's good to be Butch Castles at this time of year, the CEO of the Waikato Racing Club. Morning to you, Butch. How's things? Yeah, good. Thanks, Jordan. Looking forward to uh, racing this weekend. Bit of a rare weekend. No racing in the north due to circumstances. But uh, Wanganui, they take... Uh, Centre stage with a nice uh, guineas race for the three-year-olds and plenty of good racing action out of Rickerton Park as well as uh, what is a, a great couple of months leading into the Cup Carnival uh, kicks off uh, there. We've got a couple of uh, New Zealand's uh, broadcasting staples on the show today. Bevan Sweeney will be with us a little later on, but let's firstly introduce our first guest of the show, Matt Cross, who's with us here this morning on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Morning to you, Matt. How's things? Yeah, fantastic. Thank you, Jordan. Hello to you. Hello, Butch, and everybody uh, over there in ECN land in Australia. Just uh, parked up by Christchurch Airport at the moment. Been out running a couple of errands, and Rickerton Park is about, as the crow flies, a couple of k's away from me. And I can tell you that it is a stunner of a day here. Probably the best day we have had since the good days left us back at uh, sort of the middle of autumn. We're about 15 degrees here today. Yesterday was good as well. So the reason I'm saying that is that the heavy nine track butch should really improve at least to an eight, maybe even a seven tomorrow with the day that we've got here today. So should be pretty fair going there. Rails out eight metres for a little bit of it to the 1,000 and 11 metres for the remainder. So that obviously says to us that if you're up front and getting away with some slow sectionals at any point of the race there tomorrow, then you'll be very hard to run down, but looking forward to it. Yeah, why wouldn't you be? Some cracking fields, and I thought uh, the first of them we were going to have a look at was race three for the three-year-olds, and gee, this is a good field, the likes of uh, Illicit Dreams, Viva Vienna are there, uh, there's I Am Roman, the first starter out of the Pittman stable that's got uh, money with Warren Kennedy engaged, but this could be a point or two, uh, some nice three-year-old races through to the guineas. Yeah, they'll get a really good guide. I, I guess this is the race where this, and the, along with the Canterbury Bell, there's a few reputations on the line. A lot of these horses are flying and track work at home, but race day can be a totally different story. One horse that's proven on the track, though, Butch, is Illicit Dreams, won the Champagne Stakes. I guess the query is the barrier draw for her, drawn out in barrier number 12. Tegan Newman knows her well, though. She'll be hard to beat. Viva Vienna, who was good enough to beat Ethereal Star, in her first win, and we know how good Ethereal Star is, was a, a typical Opie Bosson ride in the trial at Avondale uh, uh, back on the 15th of August, just letting her go through her gears late in the piece. She's going to be hard to stop, particularly from barrier number three. I am Roman, has to be respected, really nice trial, looks a very willing horse. He, he's got 2,000 guineas written all over him, I am Roman, well-related. And number four, Mogul, this horse has shown plenty as well, another one who will be on a 
2000, Gennings Park. You're leaving out some horses in there with good ability out of your top four. One, two, five, and four. I think between Illicit Dreams and V to Vienna, they should be fighting to finish out. Yeah, really looking forward to it. 1,000 metres, they'll go helter-skelter. Let's have a look at the quaddy race five, the Pride's Easy Feed Open Sprint. And uh, look, real interest here. The 1,000 metres going to be short of the best for a number of these runners, not for Shalar, though. And interestingly enough, Opie Bosson down at Rickon and doesn't get down there outside of the big carnivals very often, but obviously engaged for a number of the powerful Tiakau runners. Yeah, he's a horse who has sprinted well at Rickerton Park in the past. He, he was just about favourite for the Pegasus last year, our feature 1,000 metre sprint during Cup Week. Things didn't work out for him there, though, and I guess with his experience and the fact that he's proven over 1,000 metres and that he can get himself up onto the pace, he'll be really hard to run down and, and Opie on as well as another tick, too. So, Chella hard to beat. I thought number 11 specialty, all things being equal, I think he's the horse with the most potential in the race. We saw him competitive. He was the most competitive of the South Islanders in those three-year-old races last year. He was, of course, good enough to pick up a Guineas race down in the South and was the first of the South Islanders home as well in the 2000 Guineas. He's having his first run back. The concern could be with the apprentice on, but he does get out of his ground and he's sort of running home for fourth or fifth and, and looking like a, a really promising horse. But I think if they go hard and he can get away on the front foot specialty, they'll know he's there. Amberito number four is a very zippy mare. The claim suit, she's got a really nice gait as well. And feeling the power, number five, although the 1,000 metres will be too short for him, he loves Rickerton Park, and he's such a willing horse and so versatile that 1,000 metres, 1,400, 1,600, he will probably run as well across any of those distances. So put him in the mix as well. I was with Specialty to beat Chella. Could easily go the other way and around that, the four and the five. And maybe a wee cheerio as well for the buffer. He was a horse who really found himself through his last campaign, didn't he, Butch? He sort of battled around and rating 65 company for quite some time. And well, I don't know what clicked with him, but he went on and he, he did a great job, including winning the Kamara Gold Nugget. So good to see him back as well. Yeah, for sure. It's good field. Race six, uh, second leg uh, of the quaddy, a wide open affair here. Uh, money for Cote de Bjorn, who's won two in a row. Opie rides for the Walker Bergeson team. I tell you that it's business time's a good horse. I just don't know 1,200 fresh up, but I do know she will be very competitive in uh, some good races as the carnival progresses. Yeah, she's got Copeland's written all over here, hasn't she? It's business time. I, I thought her trial was super. Was was such a good trial from her. And although, and like you say, the 1,200 metres might be too short, it's not a brilliant field. There there are some handy sprinters in there. I think her class is going to take her pretty close to getting mm-hmm. over the line. So I'm, I'm going to put her on top. It's business time. Nine, watch out in the second. Has a really nice gait to work with. She might not get away with it here up front, but it is a slightly easier race than her most recent effort where she was brave in third over the 1,400. Cote de Bone, I guess the query is the barrier draw. But he ran 108.85 on the synthetic last time, smashing the track record. So he's very fast and he follows speed well. I guess the question will be, can he carry that form onto the track, which is likely to be in that soft range? I just wonder if, if with his turn of foot, we might be looking at him being at his best when he can get on to, say, a three, a four, maybe even a five might be a stretch for him in terms of showing the speed that he showed on the poly last time. But his class will take him close. And the eight, Mary Wecker, very tough near, 53 and a half kilos on her back. I'll certainly know she's there. But 
Yeah, I was with that business, Tom. I'm like you, Butcher. I think she's a properly good horse, and I'd be very surprised if she wasn't winning one of the feature races across the spring. Yep, I couldn't agree anymore. She's a very, very good race mare. Righto, race seven, uh, another one uh, that's a competitive uh, race. I know you've been a fan of Burnview in the past with the rail out and the good draw. Is this a race that Burnview can dominate? Yeah, I think so. I looked at this race a few times and there's a lot of horses in here who are probably looking for heavy going, the likes of Taramia Lad and Louis Leway, even a horse like Frankie the Fox in recent times has run his best races on, on the heaviest surface. So, I, like you said, I thought Burnview, Barrier 3, Roll 4, Dictator. I think they probably could have gone a wee bit harder with him last time. He got such an easy lead and then just tried to walk them in that race over 1,800. Then it got attacked at the 1,000. There was probably an opportunity there to control the race up front, which they didn't do. Coming back to the mile, I think that they would have learnt a lot from that last run, and they might run it at a bit more of an even tempo. And the fact that the rail is out, and you know that he'll be up front, hard to stop. Eight years back, I think the weight brings her right into play. 1,600 is good. She likes Rickerton as well. She's an older man now, so might have just taken those couple of runs to get herself back to her best. Powerful Moss number six is a horse who's racing well. They sort of put him in with the weight factor as well. Outclassed at the ratings, but courtesy of his 54 kilos, he's going to be in it. And Louis LeBay is a very consistent horse. Wouldn't want to see that track dry out completely. He does want a little bit of sting out of the ground, and the mile will suit him as well. Three, eight, nine, and 2 in the penultimate. And the ultimate, uh, race eight, the race course hotel and motor lodge. Uh, look, uh, a good one uh, resuming. Mazabine with uh, Opie Bosson to do the riding, short of its best will be 1,400. But, gee, this was a, a competitive and even race. Yeah, I thought you could bet against Mazabine. I, I think possibly, well, on a record, might be the best horse in the race. But drawn in the car park, first up over 1,400 metres when she's probably looking for further might be a good chance to beat against her. And number six, John Rocco. Got a lot of time for this horse. He came a long way through his last campaign, even warranted a trip up north into the uh, stakes race there at Arwapuni, where he was only beaten four and a half lengths and behind Arby. That was over 2,000 metres. He's probably looking for that 1,600, 2,000 again. But off his trial, I think he'll sprint well, push up over the 14. Six on top, three tough time. He's a horse who can get himself up onto the pace with the 60 kilos. It was a really strong trial from him back on the 15th of August. Five, Chibano. I think his confidence is up after his last run. And the eight, Victor Rouge. Enigmatic. Wouldn't surprise if he won. Uh, Doki last time suggesting that the holding track wasn't in his favour. Well, he's not going to get a holding track tomorrow. Uh, that should dry out a whole lot more. So six, three, five, and eight, Butch, to wrap up the programme. Yeah, for sure. Look, thanks for your time. Must be an exciting time of year. The, the harness racing starting to build towards Cup Week. Uh, this card, uh, uh, the real start of uh, a build towards the next couple of months as we head through uh, some nice races, some guineas races into the carnival. So an exciting time in uh, Christchurch. Yeah, it is. It's, it really is across both codes, and we're very fortunate to be able to be covering both codes over here. And, um, yeah, we'll no doubt see a few of the better harness horses stepping out over the next few weeks. And the, the intrigue for me, Butch, around the thoroughbred races is, is the placement. Trainers are often looking in the, in the long term and just trying to see how they can win maximum amounts of prize money but still get into those good races without having to carry too much pudding. So, yeah, it's a fine art, and I'm sure that there'll be a few sleepless nights over the next month or so for trainers in both codes. Good on you, Matt. Enjoy uh, the uh, weekend. Enjoy the calling at uh, Rickett and appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good one.
Matt Cross with us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis, previewing Rickard and Park. We'll take a break here on the program and we'll have a chat to Bevan Sweeney on the other side of this. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Loveracing.nz, your home of New Zealand thoroughbred racing news, previews, reviews, profiles and more. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis here on this uh, opening weekend of spring. Good to be in your company again for another edition of the program. A big race weekend coming up at Wanganui and the man who is going to cover it all for us here on the program alongside uh, Butch Castles, of course, is Bevan Sweeney. Good morning, Bevan. How's things? Yeah, really good. Good morning to you, lads. Uh, Well, spring seems to be here. We've got a bit of sun on our back and have had uh, over the last couple of days down here in the lower north uh, part of the North Island, and it's great to see because it's been pretty wet. But, yeah, there's a real spring feel in the air at the moment. First of the two-year-olds tomorrow at Wanganui, and uh, a couple of northerners that have got the trial form take the Crown Bellatrix star heading down. But we'll have a look at the quaddy, uh, Bevan, in your home, or old hometown, and uh, race number five. Jeff thought this was a, an open way to start the quaddy. Bit of money for uh, Conway O'Kieran. Yeah, well, uh, Wayne Kennan likes a bit, so that's no surprise to me. I did see this horse on Tuesday, Butch, at the trials. It was very uh, quietly handled there on that occasion uh, by Jonathan, who's aboard on uh, Saturday. I think he's got the right draw to sit behind a torrent of speed here with the iconic lesson here. This smart is a very quick uh, horse uh, early. Uh, so if it gets the right run, it's certainly going the uh, right way to be winning on Saturday on what I saw uh, at the trolls, you throw him a kinder, he goes for it as well. So there's a lot of speed in this race. Take money for Vsmart as well, uh, who is a very quick horse, just hasn't been hamming those heavy track conditions in the last part uh, of the race. But for me, in the, the first pick of the quaddy, it is open butch, but I will go with Conway Kieran, and I expect more money to come to this particular horse. Righto, second leg of the quaddy, race number six, and this good uh, field of uh, open sprinters and rocket science. You uh, very kindly uh, labelled it as better the day when it won fresh up. Its run that last time was okay, all press on, drawn barrier three. Sort of going to be pretty hard to handle again, isn't it? Yeah, he's a good horse. Uh, he is a good horse, uh, and he gets in uh, from a good draw. He went to the trials again, I saw him there. He's a hard-going fella. He's got a mind of his own. He's struggled to get in the gates as well uh, there. But if he gets in and he gets away, he is a very, very competitive horse. And he's actually offering you a pretty good each-way money on Saturday, in my mind. Look, Old Town Rose, a pretty good horse. And look, he's going to have to carry a big weight and it can stop trains. But you'd have to expect him to be very competitive at Wanganui. It is a horse, as we course, this type of place. And he's got a good record there with the win and two minor places from just the three starts. Uh, there's some lightweight dangers, isn't there, when you look through this. You've got Calico, albeit 1,200 metres, a little bit too short uh, for the mere by click here. Expect her to be competitive. Uh, she went well last time at Wanganui behind Bellissimo. Rain and then beat Old Town Road last time and gets in with a featherweight again at 51 and a half kilos. I'll be taking a few in this league, Butch. I, I respect Old Town Road to carry a bit of weight. Rocket Science, Calico. Rain it in. Um, second leg, I'll, I'll be spending a fair bit at this stage. Right, out, third leg of the quaddy is the feature of the HS Dyke Wanganui Guineas. And gee, there's been plenty of support for Shanti Lay. She's freshened up for this. She did destroy them when last seen yeah. on the course. But uh, Money says she's going to be pretty hard to handle. 
Yeah, the draw was good. Uh, really, really good uh, on the synthetic. I don't think they expected her to do that or whether they wanted her to do that and cut their price. Uh, she swooped and dropped in on them really quickly. Look, she's knee-hot a grasshopper's filly, uh, but her attitude is brilliant. And you're right, the one at Wanganui on similar track conditions was just devastating. Blew them off the racetrack. I think this is a clip better, uh, this particular race with It's a Charm uh, deal who just looked... Uh, horse that's going to stretch up over ground, but doing a great job at the shorter trips at the present moment. It was a good one at uh, Oteki, albeit by a very small margin of a quirky habits who's in here as well. And then there's some other talents here. Artie Boyd, lovely, lovely horse of Peter Didham, who's uh, had the one win from the one start. A lot of respect around Lenton Way. I think he's coming up beautifully for Lisa Ladder, and he was good as a two-year-old. So it is a race with a fair bit of ability, but a hometown track basically for this horse with the two from the two. We'll love the track conditions. The little filly, she's clearly on top for me in the feature push. Yeah, the other little filly going to run too, just talking to Alan Cricket's chirping, mm. come through the win last week well, just waiting for a rider, so uh, uh, she'll be competitive as well. Righto, the last, I reckon there's a good horse in this, Valley King, I think he's going to go right through the grades. Yes, he is. He is uh, the best uh, horse at the moment coming out of the Central District. Uh, his maiden win was fantastic. Stanton was a decent horse, went to record and, and just went bang, bang. They gave you $8 on that first day. That was snapped up quickly. He went to the trials. Don't worry about the placing there, six of seven, because he sat back. He was never asked to do anything. And 100 metres past the line, he was up the inside and in front. If uh, Kevin uh, has a plan in mind, and he's, this is part of his plan winning here, he will win this particular race. Uh, he's a super talent who I'd imagine the team in Australia might see at some point coming out of the Paddy Payne stable uh, because I think he's got that sort of ability to go there and be very, very competitive. He is clearly, in my mind, albeit the two-year-old is very, very short from TRL and they have a great record in those types of races. He, at $3, is the bet of the day and I was blown away that they put up that price, but yeah. Mm, and it's sustained it too. Mm, hasn't moved, which is a bit of a surprise and maybe a slight worry knowing Kevin. <laughs> so he should be too uh, good for them. You go again the next day in the Central Districts and talking about KT Myers, I reckon there was one that won at Rickerton, uh, goes by the name of Bozo in the last and uh, gee, she might be a filly right out of the top draw by I think Satono Aladdin, isn't she? Oh, well, how, how good a job is that? Still in doing. He's just leaving... Good horse after uh, good horse. I saw a sacred Satono trial up the other day. Mm, He's mm. going to have a decent sort of preparation as well. Yeah, Bozo, nice horse. Did the job down at Rickon and the money was on. Yeah, I mean, he's just got such a team around him. You look at his uh, entrance in the jumping races, of course, they've got a big program of jumps racing and he could win them all, basically, with the horses he's got uh, presented there. Uh, they, they call him dummy, but they're so far from the truth really. He talks in riddles, but yeah, I need a lie down every time I speak to him just to sort of uh, clear my head, because um, he can confuse <laughs> you in a couple of quick words, but um, he's a wonderful horseman, and yeah, he's got a couple of really nice horses around him at the Yep, Oregon Valley King and Bozo right out of the top draw. Thanks for your time, Bevan. Enjoy the racing both days in the CD. Saturday at Wanganui, Sunday just up the road there at Hawera. Appreciate you taking the time here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. It's a pleasure, Butch. Bevan Sweeney with us on the program as we close things out. Uh, Butch, what are you looking forward to? And have you got any uh, any favourites for us? 
Yeah, do like uh, the uh, Wanganui Guineas, the HS Dyke uh, Wanganui Guineas. Thought it was a really competitive race money for Shanti Lace, but I think it's a charm deal. Is a good horse uh, at Rickerton. Looking forward uh, to its business time resuming. Don't know that it's uh, on Saturday that it gets the money, but uh, gee, it's a good horse. And uh, I expect, as Matt and I both agreed, be running in some really top company as the carnival progresses. And I am looking forward to the last race on Sunday, 5.15 on Sunday. I reckon uh, almost the bit of the weekend, number 12, Bozo. Excellent stuff, Butch. Enjoy the weekend of racing, and we'll catch up again next week. Thanks, Jordan. Butch Castles on breakfast with the Kiwis, the CEO of the Waikato Racing Club. You can check out uh, all racing content from SEN and SENZ on sen.com.au, and you can head to the New Zealand tab there, all the podcasts as well. Everything's there for you from across the week. This has been Breakfast with the Kiwis. Stay safe across your weekend. Enjoy the racing, and we'll chat again next time.